Hi, my name is Imad. I want to thank everyone that helped me out on this uh, journey that I've been going through, uh, especially to God that opened the doors for me. I uh, just want to tell you my testimony, how I became Christian, which is, uh, it started out as a cycle for me, where it goes in a spin. Uh, Jackie, my wife, uh, was uh, a Buddhism starting. I was a, came from a hardcore religion, which is uh, nothing was possible. Everything was what I've been taught is what I know. And it's like you don't believe anything but what you've been uh, taught. So uh, I told her, I said, hey, you know, I can't be with uh, someone that doesn't believe in God. And then she's like, oh, like I can change, you know. So it, it worked out. We have changed. And then she became to believe what I believed in. And uh, she was praying in my language and the words that she was saying, she didn't understand what it was. So she, uh, she started going to church because my mother-in-law and her sister was going there, and, and which is to New Hope International. It's because she said, hey, you know, I'm going to go down there. I'm not going to, like, learn about it, but I just want to go because they're speaking in Thai. I said, I'm totally fine with that. But deep inside, I was like, no, this is not right, you know, because that's not what I learned. And you can't really fall in love or, you know, marry someone that doesn't believe in what you believe. And that's what the religion was teaching me thing like a year she was attempting to church and then she said hey is this going to be a problem if i accept jesus christ i said hey you know what as long as you're happy i'm going to be happy but of course i'm not going to tell her my true feelings about it <laughs> you know because i'm like okay well yeah that's fine just uh, just don't let that get in between us you know but jackie is a straightforward person she'll tell you what she feels like so she came and was like, yeah, you know, Jesus is real. What do you have to say? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't have anything to say, but, you know, can we just not talk about it? Because I did not want to hear about it. I, I said, whatever she says, it was bothering me because of, of my belief. And everything she mentioned, it was hurting me. So I, I said, okay, well, this is not getting any better. So anyways, she... Uh, kept praying and praying and every time I come into the room she's actually sitting on her knees and praying to God you know one day Imad will come to know you and in my head I was like yeah keep praying that's not gonna work <laughs> so I'm like uh, well you're just wasting your time in my head honestly you know because I was so deep there was like you put a brick wall in front of me and I don't see what's on the other side of it Seven years later, eight years later, uh, I just don't feel like I was happy, you know. And so Jackie, she's like, I don't know, she came out of nowhere and says, why don't you pray to God and tell him to show who the real God is. Maybe what you believe is the truth. Maybe you don't. Maybe something else. Why don't you just ask God in the name of Jesus? I said, okay. But in my heart, I was like, eh. I'll ask God personally. I'm not going to include Jesus to it because I didn't believe it, you know. So uh, that night I was just like, I sat down by myself and I, and I just said, 
God, if you are real, I'm not praying to the God I believe. I'm not praying to the God that my wife believes. I'm just going to pray to a God that knows my prayer and that will answer me. I went to sleep. You know, I didn't feel anything that first night. The next night I prayed again. I was like, God, I really need to know the answer. Who should I go to and who do I need to uh, really follow? And so that night I had a dream. It wasn't a dream. It was so real that I knew it wasn't a dream. I, uh, in my dream, I was dreaming. So I woke up in my own dream. And then it was dark room. It was so dark, I couldn't see anything. It was just like, it's like a world that didn't exist. All of a sudden, there's two doors appeared. Big black doors from distance, but they were bright. And then I said, okay, well, I'm going to run to those doors because there's nothing around me. So I ran and ran and ran and ran for like hours, and those doors are still far, as far as I can see them. I was like, okay, well, I just ran for two hours, and I haven't seen the doors are getting closer to me. So I, I said, okay, I'm going to keep running. I Somehow, someday, I'm going to get there. And I ran, I could swear, like, the running I was running, it was as fast as I can, but I wasn't getting tired, but I wasn't getting anywhere. I said, okay, I'm just going to stop right here. So I got down on my knees and I said, God, if you are real, make those doors closer so I can see what they are for. And then all of a sudden I start hearing my wife's voice calling me. She's like, come, you need to run closer. You're just not doing it. So I opened my eyes and I was still in the same spot. God didn't answer my prayer. So I, in my dream, I'm like, okay, Well, I asked God and God didn't help me. So now I'm going to try something that I don't believe, but I'm going to, with my own heart, I'm going to believe it is. So I I closed my eyes again and I put my hands on the ground and I said, Lord Jesus, just the way my wife, I heard her pray in her prayer. So I just repeated what she said, but I did it with my own heart. I said, Lord Jesus, if you are real, I want to see myself on the other side of those walls those doors and I opened my eyes and the doors were like this close to my face and I can hear Jackie's voice calling me to go in so I try to uh, I try to pick which door she's in because I can hear her behind the doors but I don't know which one it is so I I just let Jesus lead me and then he said you go to the door on the right try to open it I couldn't open it the door went open I'm like okay what now so I woke up that night. I told my wife, I said, hey, you won't believe what I just dreamt about. And she's like, well, we got to go to the next level. I was like, okay. So I go to work and, you know, a pastor came. I never knew he was a pastor, but it just somehow told me, hey, maybe I should tell him my dream. And so I told him and he said, oh, you know, this is a good thing. The other side of the wall is the true life where you're in is darkness that you're stuck in and you can't get through it unless you know Jesus. Mm. Sunday came, I asked, I told my wife, so like, you know what, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus Christ because I need to go through that door. And the only way to do it is to know that Jesus does be in my life and, and save me from where I'm at. At that time, we went to a different church, so the pastor prayed for me and I repeated and I said, hey, you know what, I'm accepting my 
God, Jesus Lord, and as my Savior. And so um, we set up, uh, I think a month later, we set up a, a baptism to be baptized. And, you know, I read more about it and I learned about it. So I was on my way uh, to get baptized that few Sundays later. I was on the, st- on the steps, you know, I was on my boxers. I'm so ready, nervous. And then all of a sudden, uh, I start hearing these voices call me. It's like, you know what? That's not who you are. Go back, put your clothes on and go. Don't do it. You're, you're just making a fool out of yourself. And I'm, I said, and I kept, I, I kind of like, honestly, I stepped back one step. The pastor was in front of me. And I took one step backwards and I said, okay, maybe I should listen to these voices. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit, like that time I felt it. I, I didn't, I, honestly, like, I didn't know the Holy Spirit by then, but I felt something told me, you know what? Don't listen to them. Whatever they're telling you, they're trying to get you back to where you were. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm stronger than you and I'm here to do it. And I'm here to believe in Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. So whoever you are, get lost. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, I feel so relaxed, so calm. And then so I, I said, okay, I'm ready. He goes, let's go. So we go in, I get in the water, and I was, I was shaking before I get in the water. And all of a sudden, I get in the water, I was so calm. And I gave my, you know, short testimony to to church and mm-hmm. and got baptized and be saved, mm-hmm. and it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good feeling. And that same day, uh, when I went to sleep, I had another dream, which is it was like it was beautiful. You know, I just felt like so relaxed. I didn't feel like I was on anywhere. It felt like so light, mm-hmm. and so I was so happy. And then I was told Jackie, I was like, you know what? Whatever wall was between us in my previous dream, it was gone. Because now I'm in a world that I'm so happy and I see so much that I haven't seen. It's like you put a, a shield, you don't see beyond that shield. You just see what you, what you see. Once that shield is gone, I'm, I'm saved. So thank God for that. I'm Imad again. Uh, this is my second testimony which is uh, my my experience being a, a Christian a believer I did uh, my previous uh, testimony is how I became a, a Christian and how I give my life to Christ uh, that was uh, a blessing it was an experience of me getting led by the Holy Spirit I was supposed to go to work that morning I was a Monday morning Normally, I don't sit in the car. I don't let, heat up my car or anything. I just turn on the ignition and start driving, you know. But uh, Holy Spirit actually spoke to me and says, you know what? You need to sit at least a minute or two and just pray for the day to start. So I sat down while the car, the engine was running and everything. And then um, I was praying to God, you know, give me a, a better day, you know, make things easier, you know a good prayer so I sat down and then I re- sat down for like another minute just relaxing you know I said okay maybe I'll let the engine heat up a little bit and so I started driving and um, down the on Cole Creek way down, going down the hill and, and all of a sudden I see a, a car speeding down coming towards me and then he was like going left and right and then 
comes into my lane and then spins out and crashes into another car and then goes into the ditch. So I'm like, wow. If I was a second earlier, I would have been in that accident. I was like, wow, thank God. You know, God is great. God is real. That got me out of a situation that I could have been in. I could have been killed in that accident because he was going really fast. When I first, first came to church with Jackie, she before I became a believer, she invited me over. I come over and I see you laying hands on people. And I'm like, ah, this is not right. You know, people just falling, you know, because he's pushing them, you know, because because of that, because of that wall, you know, like it blocks you not believing anything. That day I came and then I, I, I gave my life to Christ. I'm already a believer. Pastor Lau's uh, laid hand on me. And first one, I, I just felt, I didn't feel anything. I just fell, you know, I felt good. And then the second time, it was a revival night on Friday. It's just that night, it felt so good. You know, it, it felt, I felt good to be there. And I was so happy. I was, I got off work. I'm not tired when I got to church. I am so going. And I said, I'm ready. So Pastor Lau's laid hand on me. And um, actually, he was preaching about the fire, how the fire starts here and you know, you feel it and you got to listen to it. So I was like, I think about 30 seconds. And then I start feeling burning right in here. It was burning so deep. And I was like, it wasn't hurting, but it felt good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I, I everything, I, it, it started like slowly going down to my legs. It started going down and I felt like I was floating. I did not even feel that I was standing on the ground. Everything, I felt like flying. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I'm still floating, and then I was happy, laughing. All I hear, Pastor Lau, is like, just laugh it out, laugh it out, don't, don't hold it in. So I start laughing, I'm like, yeah, this is great, I love it. And I woke up, I was like, wait, how come I'm on the ground? It felt so good. So I'm like, I got up, and then I, after, I don't know how long I was, I was passed out, but all I know, it wasn't long enough. I wanted more. So I got up, I was like, maybe I go stand over there, and then, Pastor Lars can lay another hand on me, and then I want to feel the same experience. It was great. It was, it was one of the best things. The next day, I, I went to work. Uh, it, Friday night, I got laid hand on, and Holy Spirit was so strong. The next day, I go to work, and then a customer of mine was like, I think he was my second customer. He was sitting down, he's like, you know, for some reason, I feel the Holy Spirit is really strong here. And I'm like really he's like yeah i i can feel it and i think we should talk about it and i that's when i mentioned to him uh my church and i was like hey where i go pastor laos he's the truth like he's not he's preaching the right word he's laying hands i mean if you really want to experience the holy spirit and the fire of god this is a place to be in and so he's and then he shared his testimony and he told me when he was touched by the holy spirit and god revealed to him when he was nine years old and then his tears would start coming down and he told me his testimony so and I was like wow I am blessed to hear that and I'm blessed to tell you that the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ is real and there's nothing on this earth will tell me Jesus Christ is not real I was like you know what you can believe that but I believe what I believe and and that's the story of it so before I was like kind of like get angry at people you know when I'm driving 
honestly. Like, I don't do it in front of my wife, but I do it when my wife is not with me. I try to hold it in when she's with me because I don't want to scare her. <laughs> you know? I, I told Jackie, I said, you know what? Ever since I got to know Jesus Christ, a lot of things start happening that I can tell is the devil that is forcing me to get angry. But every time something happens or somebody cuts me off or somebody said something mean to me that I actually, I just said, you know what? I'm not that person anymore. I got Jesus Christ. I got God that he will, he will deal with that evilness out there. I'm, not, I'm just going to leave it up to God. It's not going to be my call anymore to fight them back. or So I, personally, I think I became a lot patient, a lot you know, better person. God is guiding me, and I'm letting it happen. So, I'd like to ask a couple to share a little bit about how the fire of God, how revival changed your family after you attended the camp in, in this year, in 2017. Can you give the background a little bit on what happened to your family? Chuck and Dewey, can you come and encourage people how the fire of revival changed you? Good morning, church. I am standing before you very, very grateful for the Lord. Um, So we moved from Idaho trying to find church. And, uh, you know, been married 22 and a half years through ups and downs and struggles and a lot of uh, attack, right, in this world full of full of demons and they attack us trying to destroy the the very core of the foundation of the church is a family unit so um, looking for the church thank God through Pastor Arash we met we got invited to this church and listening to Pastor Lao Pastor Da the sermon on uh, um, the power of the Holy Spirit the fire of God um, so now we go around living our lives, no longer depending on our strength, on our power, but um, using the power of God, the Holy Spirit. i just like to quote what Pastor Lau taught a few weeks ago, that will allow you to live victoriously. You know, the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the counselor, the helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, stand by, by us at all time. So um, I'm just so grateful for the Lord because uh, I've been praying for him. I had been praying for him for many, many months for him to attend church, to go with me and worship Jesus. I want you to see me sing. <laughs> he was like, okay. But sometimes he didn't show. Sometimes he'd come and it was struggle. And uh, finally the Lord changed him and the Holy Spirit. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we go from glory to glory in honoring God. So here's my husband. Thank you. Thank you all of you guys, because our family, myself, my wife, my children, wouldn't be where we are at right now um, without every single one of you, because you're all part of this body, of this local body of Christ, under the leadership of Pastor Lau and Pastor Da. Um, we're all together, we're that family, we're the parts of the body that make it work. 
And uh, without your part of the body, my part of the body can't work right. We all need to work together. And so um, just real quick, um, before we were coming to this church, um, you know, I, I, you know, I was I was saved when I was a little ki- a little ch- a little kid, and um, but we and you know we actually met in Bible college, and um, you know, and so but over the years with marriage and jobs and life happening and slowly making sometimes you know not always going choosing the right choices and making the wrong decisions in our life um, as far as following God. We, you know, I just in my life started to get off track, and I just I, I wasn't at a church where I was had the power to the Holy Spirit to lead me back in, and a pastor who preached the strong word, and so um, just some things where my life was. I mean, literally, you know, just in the last two, three, four, five years, um, went through a huge bout of depression. Um, where I didn't want to live life. I, I didn't want to do anything. I, I could literally sit, lay in my bed and, you know, watch Netflix for 16 hours straight, you know, eat food and watch Netflix and not go to, and there was a period where I just stopped going to work. And, um, you know, and um, thank goodness for our business and for my wife, Dwee, who stepped up and just went back to work, even though she'd been home with the kids. And, um, and I, I don't know, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. I'm like, why? Why do I not, am I not excited about life and about the things I used to be excited about? Um, we had tons of marital strife with, um, every time she would talk to me, I would like, oh, just leave me alone. Why do you keep bothering me? And just, I just said the love, just the love that just started to, to die there. And, um, and my children, they were kind of going off their own way. And I remember after we moved here and we were having a talk. Oh, shoot. We were in the bathroom or something, and I talked with my daughter, Angelique, and she was asking me, she's like, I don't know, Dad, I don't, I don't know if I believe in God. I've never experienced him, you know, I haven't seen him answer my prayers, I haven't experienced the real God, Do I, is he real? Um, and, uh, um, you know, and I didn't have an, I, you know, I told her he was, but rationally, but I wasn't experiencing God either, um, you know, we went through some tough time. You know, financially, with me not working and stuff. You know, money was tight. Um, we got, you know, we'd gotten debt free, but we got back into debt, and you know, twenty four thousand dollars in credit card debt, and just things were things were tough. Um, and then Dwee met Dina met Angelique, and uh, Dwee met Pastor Rosh and Pastor Tilly, and started coming to this church. Um, and she started being involved in the care group, and and eventually got on the worship was on the worship team, and um, you know, got me here a few times, and I just. There was something holding me back from coming here, and I, I believe it was the resistance of, of the spiritual forces. They didn't. They they they. Satan does everything. Uh, the the spiritual the spiritual forces, the dark forces in this world, I believe, do everything in their power to stop um, stop the head of the household, especially, but to to keep the family from coming to where they can have freedom and where they can be saved. And so, um, anyways, um, I, I, I came off and onto the church. And then um, Dwee was like, hey, we need to go to family camp. And um, I was like, oh, my goodness, look how expensive that is. You know, we got all the, you know, and stuff. She's like, oh, it'll be fun. We can buy a tent and, you know, and, and do, you know, we have never camped as a family. So we'll get a tent and some air mattresses and camp. And, um, and so we bought the tent. Big four room tent, you know. We went all out, you know. Big air mattresses this high, you know. It wasn't really camping, but um, but then it was so strange, guys. The night of the camp, the night of Thursday night when camp started, and we both got off work. Um, I don't know what it was. I didn't. I didn't pack my stuff. I didn't pack my clothes. I was sitting out on my back porch on my back patio, and I'm just like 
didn't want to go. And I didn't want to pack, you know. And then she was like, you need to pack your stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not packing my stuff. And she, she was like, she was like, well, then we'll, we'll just, we need to get there. We'll, we'll have to, us and the kids will have to go. You'll have to come later if you decide to. And, um, you know, it's out of the mouth of babes, you know, sometimes. And it was our daughters, our, our children, all of our children. But, you know, they came to her and said, wait for dad. And they came to me and said, dad, come on, let's go. She's like, well, we'll, we'll throw your clothes and your luggage for you. We'll pack for you so you can go. Um, and we did. And we went, you know, we got there at like 11 o'clock at night on Thursday night and had to set up a tent in the dark um, and probably woke up all our neighbors. Sorry, neighbors. Um, and um, but then we started attending the services on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And every night as, as Pastor Lau preached the word of God to us, as he laid hands on us and on our children, as he as his anointing, as, 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 as all those amazing worship teams from around the country worshiped and the presence of God came down, and the spirit of the Lord came down. I saw my kids running to the front and worshiping and I hadn't seen them ever worship, really. Um, and they were all worshiping sincerely and, um, you know, and, uh, and, we got, and we got laid hands on. And then there was the night of deliverance. And, um, you know, and I prayed for deliverance of the things that I was in bondage to. And, um, and I was like, is this real? I want this to be real. But, you know, I knew, I knew it was because I saw the fruit. I saw the fruit of love, kindness, joy. The fruits of the Spirit were in this church, in, in Pastor Lau, and the whole pastoral staff have all made a difference in our lives and our family. And so I knew it was real. Even though I hadn't experienced that type of stuff before, the laying on of hands and drunk in the Spirit and all of those things, um, I saw the integrity. I saw the word was being preached. I knew there was something there. And I walked out of the, after the deliverance and praying for deliverance and stuff. And I walked out of there and, um, you know, and I was in the restroom that night before we went to bed in the tent. And I, I looked on my phone on my Bible app. And for some reason, I scrolled through the social part of it. And people that were in my contact list were, you know, I, I would see stuff they highlighted. I never looked at that before. And for some reason, I scrolled down like two, two pages. And all of a sudden, Lydia Adi, uh, she's a daughter of a pastor, and she's a pastor over in Indonesia now. Um, she used to babysit them when they were little kids. And she had this verse. I, I don't remember exactly what verse it was. I could probably look it up. But, and the verse was exactly what I'd been praying about for deliverance. The exact thing. And God said, you are delivered, my son. You are free. <clears throat> and I'm going to skip to the end because there's, there's more to our story. But um, everything changed over the next two to three months in our lives. Um, our marriage has never been better than it is now. The love, the relationship, um, it's stronger than it's ever been in 22 years. The relationship with our children and, and them flourishing and improving in school and, and making and the choices they make, everything has changed. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is I, for once in my life, um, I've been freed from the shame, from the guilt, um, from the low self-esteem, the things that have held me back all my life of not thinking I was worthy. And I real, you know, because of the fire of God, we know that every single one of you, I just want to speak this to you. You can change, you can grow, you can't, you can get free of the stuff that's held you back all your life. Some of you, only you know what that is. Even your wife doesn't know. Even your husband doesn't know. But keep coming, keep getting laid hands on, keep praying for deliverance. This local body of Christ is the real thing. It is of God. It is of the Spirit. And it's, it's, it's literally saved, saved our family's life. Thank you. Thank you. How, how is your finances? Oh, 
How's your finance? I forgot about that. So, um, yeah, and so since then, um, since family camp in September, um, we got about a uh, $24,000 a year um, income increase in our business. Um, and so absolutely changed our life. So, and it, and it keeps increasing. And so God is just blessing us when we're, it's, it's obedience. He preaches the word. He says, if, if you, you have to be obedient, you'll get the blessing. And it is so true. And uh, obedience is the way to go, church. It's the way to go. Thank you. Before we hear the message, I'd like to ask um, Paul uh, to come up, Paul and Vasana to come up to give testimony how the Lord has changed your life. When you join the church here, you can come up here. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. This is kind of last minute. I didn't yeah. want them ahead of time. Uh, so, my name is Paul. Um, it's my wife, Wasana. Um, just to give you a little bit of background, we're, um, our, family, our families both immigrated to Alaska, so that's where we came down from. We actually moved here in uh, January 2015, so it's been about a little bit over a year, but during that, during that time from January up until now, the transformation has just been remarkable, because I, I was born in the church. My parents took me to church, but just being in this church in the past a little bit over a year, has dramatically changed my life. It has opened my eyes because we used to be in a very, very dark place. Um, we used to fight all the time, uh, heavy depression, thoughts of suicide, just un- unholy thoughts were in our minds at that time. And so um, my wife reached out to um, email pastor, actually, and surprisingly enough, we were able to get, or a bunch of other pastors too, and we were able to get an answer from Pastor Lau himself. And that was surprising enough um, to be able to get that answer. And um, so after that happened, uh, Mary Jo Neal and Pastor Lau came over to our house to pray for us. And that's when we truly, truly... Our lives did a 180. I mean, it's, it's just been a remarkable change. And If it wasn't for God using Pastor Lau and all these people at the church, we'd probably not be here today. So uh, I just, God is using this church, this body, to change lives. And it's just, it's been a remarkable change. So that's what I wanted to say today is that we might have been in a deep, deep valley. But through God, through our pastors, through our elders, we were able to, we were able to, we were able to be pulled out of the valley and we were able to walk the way Jesus wanted us to walk growing in him every single day so that's that's uh, actually my testimony 
<laughs> Hi, everyone. I didn't have the um, Christian background like my husband did. I'm the first-generation Christian in my family. My um, family, uh, they're um, all Buddhists, and we're from Thailand. Um, when, uh, before I sent out emails to um, a whole bunch of pastors, I was um, going through a lot of oppression. I was possessed. I had a lot of um, uh, illnesses um, that was going on. I had severe back pain, and doctors didn't know what it was, and severe body pain. Um, I had the hardest time just rolling out of bed. Sometimes my husband would have to call in just so that he can take care of the kids because I, I just couldn't get up and... Um, I was on, like, a whole bunch of medications, and, and, like, doctors didn't know what was wrong. I had this pain that, on my upper back that kept throbbing as if there was a big, gigantic knife just stuck in there. <laughs> and, um, you know, and during that time before I emailed Pastor, uh, we were being severely spiritually attacked. I mean, like, the enemy was so real that you can see them. Uh, well, I can see them. <laughs> in the house, following me, and it was um, so bad that I knew I needed help. Um, I emailed maybe six different pastors at different churches, including Pastor Lyle, and he was the only one that called me um, and spoke to me, and I thought that, okay, he's going to think I'm crazy after he hears my story, but he, he understood, and, you know, he set a time to come to the house, to, um, and he brought... Um, Mary Jo and, uh, and, and Neil to the house and they prayed for us and they prayed for the first time for us to receive the Holy Spirit and I remember running to the bathroom throwing up <laughs> and um and you know the body pain that day just went away it, it went away and <laughs> um shortly after that um you know, after I keep coming and pastor lays his hand on me and, you know, and I, I've been touched so many times and, um, you know, it's been a year. I don't have depression. I don't have eating disorder. I don't have self-hatred. I finally love myself, you know, and how, you know, um, uh, <laughs> um, my body pain is gone. I don't have any back pain. It just, it, it disappeared. And um, I remember I prayed to God one night because it hurt so bad and I was just um, really weak. I prayed to him. I said, um, you know, Lord, if, if this is the enemy, then let, it, let, me, let my life just end because I, I can't do this. But I know that you have a purpose for me. And I cannot serve you if I'm in pain and all I think about is pain and, I, I can't, and it's stealing from me. It's, you know... Not, sorry, not being able to sit in the in the chairs and just listen to the pastor without feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm hurting so bad, you know, trying to make it through the hour. And um, and you know, it didn't just go away all at once. I had my trials and and um, you know, uh, moments of wanting to die still, but. It's been one year, and it's gone. <laughs> and, um, you know, by the grace of God, he sent pastor um, and, you know, everybody at church. And 
I learned what love is. I learned what family is and what friendship is. And, and that there is a real God. And he loves all of us. And, you know, if you, if you just believe in all your heart and have faith and keep praying and praying and just keep moving forward, anything is possible with God. Anything is possible. Thank you. Um, one last thing is um, we all go through trials. And no matter how hard the trial is, God is always with us. And he was able to pull us out of the deepest, darkest hole and bring us, you know, into light. And so that's, that's why we're, you know, we, we can call this church our home. It's because pastor, God is using pastor and all the elders here, all the other pastors here um, as vessels to be able to keep us in the light. And so we're just thankful for, for all that everybody here has done. Thank you so much. And God saved your marriage too. Yeah. Oh yeah. God has saved. When we were fighting, we, we talked countlessly about divorce and we, yeah, we, we kept on seeking guidance from the pastor, and, but we were able to pull through it. Even though we talked about divorce, yelled at each other, you know, just wanted to end everything, it, God really, really has just brought us out of that. And so we truly thank God and we thank everybody here. Um, for all the for all that has been done Thank to help you. us. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to read Revelation chapter twelve, verses ten to eleven. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser mean the devil of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night have been cast down. And verse 11 is the key. Why we like to hear the words of testimony. Why we would like to record testimony and put in the YouTube so that people can hear the victory of God. And they overcame him. We overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Every time you give testimony, how God helped you perform miracles in your life or saved you or healed you, you are proclaiming the victory over the enemy. And when people hear that, they will have faith to overcome the enemy as well. So today, Pastor Helmut would share something quickly with us about what God did in his life. Good morning. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen, yeah. <laughs> As a young boy, I was very shy and very seclusive, walking in the woods alone by myself. And that came because the devil used my father. He didn't know. He didn't notice, but he, many, many times he would say to me, you are nothing, you can do nothing, 
and you will be nothing. And someday you will sit on the road and hammer stones. That's your destiny. Thank you. That was rejection. And at school I wasn't good at all. And the, <clears throat> the more I did not good, the more the, my father told me, you are nothing, you can do nothing, and you will be nothing. It sank very deep in my heart. And now I was translating Pastor Lau about the exchange on the cross. And he was talking about the shame, the shame Jesus bore for us on the cross. And as I was translating, I knew that's me. That's for me. He did it for me. My shame, my low uh, self-image, everything is on the cross. And that works still in my heart. I'm so thankful to be here. So thankful that he took my shame away. And now I say, I am somebody. And I can do everything with Christ. And I will be I will be a strong man together with Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Danke schön. Danke schön. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.